0: to Downworlder Dish, a Shadow Hunter Chronicles podcast. Hey everyone, and welcome to episode fourteen, where we will be discussing chapter eighteen, "The Mortal Cup." I'm Kristen. I am Robin, and I'm Amanda. Is Robin the Terminator.
1: <laughs> Always, obviously, it's my um, alias. No, right, Smithy, Ruben, Ruben.
0: Ruben Studder. Yeah, that's that's Stur- my bad. I don't know what his name is. Stuttered? Stuttered? That's Stuttered. what I thought, but it sounded wrong when it came out of my <laughs> mouth. <laughs> that's
1: Amanda's drunk name for me. Yeah. Ruben.
0: I accidentally called her that when I was drunk once and it just stuck. It's just the the Ruben with the mustard stain will always be stuck <laughs> in my head forever ever ever.
2: <laughs> that's great. Good job. Yeah, thank I mean, it you. Wasn't me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, we had something exciting happen this week. What? Your birthday?
0: Oh, well, technically it was last well, week. But... No. <laughs> I mean, I guess it is Tuesday. It was, it was, yeah, it was only nine days ago. It was fine. <laughs> oh my God. The days are just
2: flying by. I'm looking at my calendar going, oh my God, you're right. <laughs> yeah, for real. It was my birthday. I turned 30 dose. Oh. And the rail, rail.
0: It's good to be old or <laughs> you just wanted me to be the same age yeah. as you, <laughs> baby. <laughs> it's only a couple of months. It doesn't ma- mean anything. Uh, but yeah, um, I feel exactly the same. Um What I did for my birthday, you ask. I did nothing because we're quarantined and I can't go anywhere.
1: You did do something (laughs) special. I went to my backyard. You sent me some uh, throwback pictures that
0: I'm going (gasps) to post
1: on Instant Gram. Awesome. Yes.
0: Oh, I found some gems. They're good. They're good.
1: (gasps) I can't. I was trying to figure out whose fingernail was in the picture, if I sent them to you or if you sent them to me the pink ones the pink
2: square ones okay. those are yours okay.
0: okay what'd you guys do this past weekend it was easter right on sunday
2: yeah um andy and i we drove out to um my brothers and gave my nephews their baskets that was fun nice. actually getting out and seeing people we know <laughs> we of course stayed away from them even if you had to be 10 feet away from each yeah. other yeah but i got to see my nephew ride his bike with no training wheels and it was Aww. fun so that was nice to get out
1: i made tamales <gasps> oh nice yes and they were delicious and then the ants got into the easter eggs because they were outside for too long no. oops no. it's all right
0: but that's it they were still I fun know. to pick up they were very fun to pick up all right enough with the chit chat let's kick things off with robin's recap previously on downworld or dish
1: jace and clary have a picnic lunch in the greenhouse and discuss their childhoods including jace and alex first meeting jace sets the mood showing clary the blooming midnight flower and gives her a witch light for her birthday the conversation continues birthday wishes chicken pox scars isabel and jace did it happen most importantly, Jace calls Clary beautiful and they kiss. Hugo kills the mood and they head to Clary's room where Simon catches him snogging. Everyone is mad at everyone. Simon's hurt because he's been in love with Clary for the last 10 years. His words, not mine. Jace is upset because Simon was sleeping in her room and Clary is confused and embarrassed. Looking through her sketchpad, Clary notices something about the runes she's drawn and tests out her theory.
2: Yeah, she notices what a great artist
1: she is. I am so good at <laughs> drawing, you guys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh this my is amazing. Goodness gracious.
2: <laughs> they look what so is? real, these angel oh, wings. Oh, I'm going to
1: touch it, and it's going <laughs> to fell like a feather. <laughs> that was too much. I'm sorry. I took it too far.
2: No, that was, that was good. That was you really did. good. Uh, I disagree. I disagree.
0: But I love that it's a... Two completely different times of the year, but Clary and I had our birthday the same week. (laughs) What? (laughs) We planned it. (laughs) (sighs) We didn't plan it. We start the chapter in Jace's point of view for the first time. And he's exactly as broody as you would expect. He's lying in bed, pretending to be asleep, and ignoring the outside world. Unfortunately for him, Clary is a persistent little nugget. I feel like you used to say biscuit like Magnus all i can think of unfortunately for him clary is a persistent little biscuit but grudgingly jace hauls himself out of bed his body much more sore because sore isn't a word right yeah sore is not a word (laughs) his body much more sore than he'd originally let on of course because he always has to be a freaking martyr so being inside of jace's head is awesome he makes just as many inner internal cracks at Simon as he says out loud and we finally get some wind in the sails of our clay ship
2: Ooh. he's
0: totally into her what did you guys feel like did it did it surprise you or did it take you a second to realize that you were in Jace's head or was it like right away
1: I knew right away because obviously their inner monologue is a little bit different but it is mm-hmm. so
2: fun it is <laughs> she has the most excited look on her face
1: it's good. okay clary can be a little dull sometimes just because i think it's the same over and over and over again
0: so it's nice to get some fresh perspective yeah and it's interesting how because sometimes when you read a book the inner monologue like if it's a book in third person they don't change like like the writing style doesn't change so like the thought process like the way the thoughts are compiled in somebody's head like it's different for every person and sometimes you lack personality in a character um when you're in multiple characters heads so it's nice to see that like you can clearly tell his head and his you know self-talk is different than clary's
2: it's amazing basically Basically, the best thing since sliced bread. <laughs> the best thing gotta, since an apple sliced with a dagger.
0: We got to work on our energy, man. <laughs> it's totally different when we're not all in the same room together.
2: I love lamp. I'm be completely honest here, okay? I uh-huh. don't remember this part.
1: <laughs> it's very quick. Sorry. <laughs> it is. That's why I'm kind of quiet. Okay. <laughs> I can talk about it for a moment if you're down. I got excited because I didn't remember this transition happening because God knows how many years it's been oh. since I read City of Bones. Same. And I thought it was going to last longer. Like, I was like, ooh, is this going to be the whole chapter? How refreshing. And then it was not and it's like a page the thing that was weird is there was not a very clear transition between jace to
2: clary either yeah it was just a page it it was just a like paragraph break it would just yeah yeah and it doesn't happen again Hmm. i wonder what okay i i'm glad that
1: we got the glimpse but i wonder why now like why pick this moment
0: i think i think it's to let the reader know that jace is into her Okay, Mm -hmm. just to see for a brief moment, get inside Jace's head because he's so sarcastic that you can never really tell what he's feeling. And so I I think it was just like used as like a narrative tool to kind of give you some more information without Clary knowing.
2: Yeah, he definitely seems like the type of guy that now that he's kind of been, I don't know if I'd say hurt, but he's kind of been hurt, I guess. um, He would just stop. Okay, I'm over it. Moved right, because it's sort of it's thing, too much so. of
0: a risk to let yourself be vulnerable and get hurt a second time. <laughs> I thought you said vulnerable. <laughs> she did. <laughs> okay, so yeah, I loved being inside Jace's head. I thought it was a nice little extra,
1: I guess. uh freaking amazing! For the last time, I swear I'll stop.
0: Good, because <laughs> we're all over it so Clary's banging on his door Jace gets up opens the door and he s- sees her and he has this like internal monologue where we get to see how he actually feels about Clary and he is almost confused as to why he finds himself attracted to Clary and his in, in his internal monologue he speculates that it might be because she doesn't know she's beautiful and I was like side eye <laughs> side eye yeah and I I wrote a note here and I just said you know I feel like this is a trope slash outdated plot device that we saw a lot in YA fiction in the early 2000s this sort of like uh, she's all that moment you know kind of a situation where she's this plain Jane or whatever. And then you take her glasses off and throw some lipstick on her. And she's, a, you know, she's gorgeous. We were talking about <laughs> that the other day, the glasses and the ponytail. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Which
1: I never thought of Clary as not super cute. Mm hmm. But I, I do notice okay. like she has, uh,
0: obviously she has self-esteem issues as we've touched on. Right, and in the other part of that, like she's all that moment, it's not that they're not beautiful, it's that they don't know that they're beautiful. It's like, please, you see yourself every day, and I get like how you can have lower self-esteem or whatever, but it's not like nobody's gonna notice the girl with glasses is actually secretly a Maxim model, you know what right, I mean? <laughs> right. <laughs> but it was like this this kind of like archetype and there was like two of them it was either like the nerdy girl or the bombshell you know and it was kind of like this circular thing that it was in everything during the last like 20 years or whatever and in recent years we've seen like a definite shift and I think that has a lot to do with like just women being more vocal about what they want to see in media and things like that and there's been a lot of pushback on that kind of like Oh, you know, here, you're a plot device female, you know, and especially in YA, because they're catering towards the young female reader, it's a lot of like, oh, you're, you know, XYZ and you fit in this mold, and every single YA fantasy protagonist is exactly like this over and over and over and over again. So I think this trope. I, I know I'm being long-winded. And I'm sorry. I feel very passionately about this. <laughs> um, I, I think it's kind of like a crutch, and I think it was definitely a device used by authors, especially during around, you know, the mid early um, 2000s, to get your your book deal. Oh, you know okay. I mean? Like if interesting, you, know, you kind of have to fit the market, and the market was this. But I will say, for Cassie, as the Shadowhunter Chronicles has continued, she pulled away from that prototype in future books. And she really took the time to flesh out her characters and give them more layers and give them different personalities. And they're not just, oh, if you're the good-looking, sarcastic boy, then you also have to be this, 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 and this. It's like, yes, there are a lot of moody boys because she loves her moody boys, but they all have different problems. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) And I appreciate that they all have different personalities. Um, And especially her female characters, she really diversified their kind of feelings and the way they handle situations and things like that. And there are certain, like, highlights... That are kind of consistent in the female protagonists, like the teen female protagonist, that you kind of have to hit. Like she has to be someone who's, you know, courageous, right. right? Especially in like a fantasy. I guess, I guess it might be interesting if she wasn't, just to be subversive. If she was a Robin, <laughs> if she was like, oh shit, really? This book's not and about she just gets me. She dragged along. I'm gonna call my dad. I'd read that book. Leave me alone he's just scared i'm like the old like hamish type is like has to like just carry her through all of these things to fulfill the prophecy <laughs> i am such a good side <laughs> character guys uh, but you know there are certain hits but it's it's nice to see that in in between those things we can get some more complex characters and i think cassie does a really good job of that in later books but i think this book was one of those things that it just kind of fell pitfall to the publisher I you know totally
1: I mean? forgot about okay never mind forgot about I wouldn't analyze anything like that when I was reading it the first time or the second time or even the third time but um it's one of those yeah. things where it's like I love this book obviously it got me into shadow hunters and stuff but it is definitely not one of my favorites so it's almost like okay get through it and then let's get on to the next one and the next one and then the next right. one and then the next one so I don't think I've ever taken the time to really dissect chapter by chapter this character or that character and um, when we were thinking about um, when we were planning the podcast on Cassandra Clare's website she has discussion topics for which is just crazy but it's awesome for mm-hmm. their books
2: and stuff and
1: I don't know I wonder what do you think how many
0: people are doing you know that's interesting I'm surprised you haven't brought that up before so I wouldn't normally like pick this apart and especially not when I was 18 reading this because I was the target audience you know what I mean and it it was just I loved it and I, I was devouring everything that I could find at you know during that time and you know later the hunger games and all all of that um So, so no, not in the first, second or even third read through what I have taken the time to kind of analyze that. But as an author, since when I go back and anytime I read now, I'm, I'm picking it apart and analyzing it in my head and kind of like, what was the author thinking here and trying to figure it out so I can kind of like decode the formula. Right. So it's like, I look at things in terms of plot and pacing and stuff like that, just because I'm now I can't help it. And I will say it is kind of frustrating because it's hard for me to enjoy a book. Do you have an easier
1: time with Audible, like
0: listening to it instead of reading it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I could imagine. I have to listen to it because reading it, I'm just like, no, I would change that sentence structure or I would do this. And it's really frustrating for me because I was such an avid and like voracious reader. Um, And then in the past five years since I've been writing, it's progressively gotten to where it's harder for me to enjoy something that I used to love so much. But when I go back and read an old series like this, I still get to enjoy it just as much while I'm picking it apart because I I have that nostalgia towards it. You know what I mean? That's great. So you're a tapeworm, not a bookworm. (laughs) Okay, really quickly, I can't. with your dad jokes, do not try to go over that, Amanda. Do not try to gloss over nope. that shit. I have a completely different question. <laughs> I'm like, we need to give that a moment. That was it was a so joke can...
1: in a David Sedaris
2: book. Okay, I'm not that clever.
0: <laughs> okay, how many times
2: have you guys read this book, specifically?
0: This is my fourth. I. It, probably like seven or eight wow i listened to it once so yeah, yeah that's including uh-huh. listening to oh, okay so interesting. Yeah. well uh, maybe no, like that.
1: i didn't listen to this one i listened to city of heavenly fire mm.
0: so i've read the whole the mortal instrument series four times straight like all the way through but i've read city of bones more than that because like when a new one would come out sometimes i would read up until that point crazy I did that a couple times not for everyone but I did a couple times that's
1: why I listened to um City of Heavenly Fire because the dark artifices I feel Mm -hmm. like I would go back and read
2: the last chapter I don't think that I would reread the whole book
0: (laughs) (laughs) no because reading the last chapter would make me want to read the whole thing I did um do
1: I always want to say spark notes but I know that cliff notes I guess Mm -hmm. um and read through, because I started listening to, um, God, I'm having a freaking blank here. Uh, Queen of Air and Darkness. Mm-hmm. Sorry. And um, obviously we're not on that book, but it started in the middle of action. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? Huh?
0: And so you huh? had to go back? So I had to go, yeah. I had to go
1: back. But um, yeah. I am excited to read them through again.
0: Okay, so Jace opens the door, and he's having this internal monologue and has this moment of self-awareness that I think is really interesting. He's reflecting on the fight that they had earlier and acknowledges that he had fallen back onto his father's teachings, um, that words are, were weapons. And he'd used his words to purposefully hurt Clary. And he was surprised that, like, she would come back. He's like, what? Like, I thought I pushed you away.
1: Right. My normal um, brooding (laughs) defense mechanism is not working. It's
0: backfiring. Hmm. Right. It's not working on you. You must be special. (laughs) She's a caper. Right. I can abuse her and she'll come back for more. (laughs) So, but she had come back. (laughs) And he's having a hard time wrapping his head around that. He'd actively tried to push her away. um, But she was totally ignoring the rules of engagement. And he doesn't really know how to proceed at this point. He's kind of like, "Mm, does not compute, you know. (laughs) But in true Jace faction, he uses his wit and sarcasm to try and put Clary off. But she's a woman on a mission and doesn't have time for his bullshit. (laughs) Yes, queen. Yeah. I like this about her. I like that she kind of, like, cuts through his crap and doesn't let him play games. And is just kind of like, no, that's not what I'm, like, I'm not here for this version I of you.
1: like that she is so, in her head, because mm-hmm. we're in her point of view most of the time, she is very timid, almost. Mm-hmm. Or you can kind of, you can get the sort of, oh, I'm self-conscious. Oh, this, this, this. She, she is, has a lot
0: of negative self-talk.
1: Right. But she's very, like, assertive when she mm-hmm. needs to be assertive. And get shit done. Like, obviously, something like this. Yeah. And I'm, okay, I'm not surprised. But she could have also gone to Hodge.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but she trusts Jace. Yeah. So even though he was a jerk, and even though she's upset with him, she she knows that she can trust him when push comes to shove, and she doesn't have that rela- relationship with Hodge, uh, per se. I feel like she's had more close encounters <laughs> with, with the Jace kind. <laughs> <laughs> that was lame. <laughs> but yeah, I th- I think it's interesting. I love it. Nice. So it takes Clary. Uh, literally screaming at Jace to get him to shut the fuck up (laughs) and it's a serious eye roll moment for me because he's just like and she's like no bitch it's time to get down to business (laughs) that's why I wore my business socks to defeat the Huns (sighs) okay that's literally what I wrote in here you guys are nerds yeah really I love it I can't remember where I wrote it we'll get to
2: it I don't have my button shh It's in the other room.
0: Right? I'm surprised you
2: don't. It's literally a wall away. I mean, come on.
0: It's too far.
2: No. I will still call you out. Don't you worry.
1: It's okay. That just... You're giving us free reign. (laughs) License to nerd.
0: (laughs) This is like our own personal Beastie Boys (laughs) album. License (laughs) to nerd. Okay. So once... She's got him finally paying attention to her. (laughs) He kind of like slows down and is like, oh, shit. Something's not right. Like, there's something wrong with the way she looks. (laughs) It's like his (laughs) spidey senses are tingling. And his first instinct is that he wants to take her in his arms and reassure her. And I'm like, why? Why does he have to be such a jerk and then so fucking sweet? Motherfucking sour patch kid and and here's the thing if he would have said that out loud he would have been like the epitome of abusive right <laughs> because like you do something mean and then you take it back but since it was in his internal monologue i think he just gets away with being a jackass
2: well and of course no one's thinking <laughs> at the time that that could be abusive
0: you're like how right. oh how sweet look at So our little trip inside Jace's head ends as soon as Clary tells him that she thinks her mother hid the mortal cup inside a painting and I'm like damn you Cassie I wanted more like it was just not enough you know what I mean it wasn't yeah
1: we talked about it it was not three and a half stars (laughs) I don't know I was pretty surprised ended too soon Ended too soon, right. that's
2: oh, okay. Why. Yeah. I'd like the whole chapter, right. please, for 500, <laughs> Alex. Wait, what do you mean? So, like, you would have rather found out at the end of the chapter? No, she wanted more Jace in oh, Jace's Oh, okay, mm-hmm. sorry, got it. I'm like, ah, <laughs> what the difference really is. Okay. You're like, you bitches are splitting hairs. <laughs> oh, right, 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 right.
0: Okay. So... Unsurprisingly, Jace is more than a little confused, but instead of trying to explain what she meant, Clary decides it would be easier just to show him. So <laughs> Jace lets her in, and Clary just plops her ass down on his bed. And I'm like,
2: uh, what? She just Who walked to his bedroom. She's tired. But <laughs> I don't know. But like, it's. it's how does she know where he bunks at? Ooh, That's a, that good, a question. good question. How many rooms are in this building? Like, does his wall, is his um, door decorated with, like, glitter letters that say Jace, like, <laughs> diagonally down?
1: <laughs> no, it's like one of those Sesame Street ones, you know, where it looks like Jace Avenue. <laughs> and then it says one, two, three on the top. And then underneath it's like, don't enter, especially you, Hodge. No, girls allowed. Oh, God. <laughs> Wipe your paws. <laughs> doormat
0: yeah it's for church okay 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 that's fair too much literally too much okay so clary opens her sketch pad and shows him the picture of the coffee cup that she just drew in her room in a not his angel wings (laughs) so realistic
1: and then he's like draw me like one of your french girls
0: Uh, that'll never get old. Oh, God. that's great. So she shows him.
1: It's going to be on my tombstone. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. I'll stop. I'll stop.
2: I'm going to write gonna um, Omar a, a letter <laughs> like we do every week with the episodes for title ideas. I'm going to write Omar a letter for ideas to put on your tombstone. <laughs> you really
1: think that I'm going to die before him? Oh, wait. Kristen and I will do it then. <laughs> Wait. You are cutting me short of my golden girl's house think, with you guys.
0: Oh yeah. We'll give it to your lawyer. Let's be honest. Thank We're you. We're all going to be old hags together.
1: Yeah. I'm going to be um, the Betty White character.
2: You I'm Blanche. can do that. <laughs> I'll be the old grouchy one. I can't, I love that show, but I cannot remember be- her freaking name.
0: Yes.
2: That's me. I'll
1: tell I you guys mean, what to do she's all the like, time. Like, naive and kind of like dumb that's Mm -hmm. me
2: okay good deal
0: oh my gosh I did it again stop it (laughs) you guys are like you all of a sudden during this quarantine became 42 year old dads uh huh (laughs) yeah it's not sudden it's
1: been in the works for a while (laughs) it's just creeping out Anyway. It's because we're spending so, much time, spending so much time with our children. We finished each other's sandwiches. You bitch, <gasps> if you ever
0: finished my sandwich, I'd be pissed. Oh, dear. Especially if you had bread and butter pickles. You, you, you going to eat that? <laughs> I'm pretty sure, Robin, that you have made that sandwiches joke in the last, like, three podcasts. Sorry, take it, cut it out.
1: Oh, man, I, did. <laughs> I did the stupid Jake voice like three times too. D- Jake is dead.
0: Let it rest. Bury it. <laughs> <sighs> so Clary shows him this coffee puck that, coffee puck. This coffee cup that, <laughs> coffee cup <laughs> that she drew and a fucking course. Jace, I can't take anything serious for more than two seconds. Wayland <clears throat> has to throw a few sarcastic snips in. But the joke's on him because Clary reaches into the drawing and fucking pulls out the cup. Live and in 3D. Okay, so once Jace has had... Once Jace has had a chance to check himself, Clary explains that she used runes to hide the cup in the drawing, but she doesn't know what they are or where they come from. They just popped into her head and she drew them exactly how she saw them. But she thinks that Jocelyn hid the mortal cup in one of Madame Dorothea's tarot cards. That's a very good thought to think automatically to something like that. Well... If we go back to the chapter when she w- when they uh went into Madame dorothea's apartment and she pulled pulled the card she pulled the ace of cups and Jace had commented that's the mortal cup okay, good point so dots connecting and it was. That was very fast on very little sleep. Good job, Clary. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it was like four days ago for Clary, whereas for us, it was like two months ago. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so Jason Clary rally up the troops to get down to business to defeat the Huns. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate the golf club. And they're all huddled together, planning how, to, how they're going to retrieve the, the cup. Why did I just stutter all the, over the place? It's okay. So Alec is wary. He thinks that this is just another excuse for Jace to be the reckless hero, and he wants to let the clave handle the, getting the cup. But Jace isn't about to let anyone else take his glory. <laughs> and he actually says, It's just better if we do this ourselves, said Jace impatiently. Hodge and I already discussed it, and that's what we've decided. What? (laughs) He's like, don't worry. We collectively decided for you. This is what we're going to do. And we're not going to let the government know. That we found the most precious artifact of our, what, species?
2: At least he let
0: Alec know this time. (laughs) At least he told him. (laughs) He let him in on the secret. So... Isabelle is in. Clary tries to reason with Alec. She says that Dorothea doesn't trust the clave, but she does trust Clary. And as far as they know, she's the only one who can retrieve the cup from the tarot card. If they let the clave handle it, then they run the risk of Dorothea running and losing the mortal cup again. So Alex's, Alex's response to this logic is to tell Clary to go by herself. <laughs> I mean, it does sound simple. She's just a neighbor, you know, but. Right. But like, again, it's like the most important artifact of their entire species. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's kind of important. And like, maybe someone could. If someone was following her, like she could definitely die. He's just no sac- shaking deal. that salt shaker. He is. <laughs> so Jace doesn't make the situation any better. Instead, he plays straight into Alex's insecurities like a giant asshole, telling him that he can stay home if he's too scared. Like, <sighs> I'm sorry, but when did we revert back to second grade schoolyard taunts? Bad pair of a tie. Bad. Well, he did it to Clary, too. <laughs> I
1: know. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but Jace's words are always sharp well, he, like didn't, he
0: didn't. He <laughs> didn't vow a permanent vow of love and protection with Clary he did that with Alec and he's still a jackass what the fuck he is kind of a douche canoe right yes so because Jace is the golden boy and gets whatever he wants whether it be through manipulation or sheer luck Alec relents and they all agree to go together there's only one problem they need a ride so Clary mentions that Simon has a license and immediately regrets it (laughs) Things edited in a bad way last night. And now she's going to ask him for a favor. Yikes. Like, you wouldn't think about that before you opened your damn mouth. <laughs> but she was arguing with Alex. So I think she didn't th- even think about it.
1: Yeah. Or it's something that would seem like it'd be very common to mm-hmm. say normally. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, Amanda has a license. Yeah. ah, oh, I'm mad <laughs> at that bitch.
2: <laughs> or that bitch is mad at me.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. So they have this little snippet from the book that i'm gonna read but he hasn't got a car she added quickly so does he drive his parents car jace asked clary sighed settling back against the desk no usually he drives eric's usually he drives eric's van like to gigs and stuff sometimes eric lets him borrow it for other stuff like if he has a date jace snorted he picks up his dates in a van no wonder <laughs> no wonder he's such a hit with the ladies. It's a car, Clary said. You're just mad Simon has something you haven't got. Shots fired. <laughs> bang, bang, motherfucker. How's that truth bomb taste, Wayland? Go, girl. I love that she calls him out on his shit for being such an ass. He super deserves it. Right? And too often his feelings are still hurt. Yeah, too hurt. often are broody teenage boys get off with being assholes they need to be called out more often so i i really appreciate that about carrie's carrie's clary's character (laughs) it was too many c's i can't handle alliteration (laughs) alex and carrie (laughs) so clary and jace do what they do best they bicker until clary can't stall anymore and takes the phone to call simon
2: Oh, well, Clary dials Simon's phone number from memory, which is crazy. I don't know how many numbers that I have memorized anymore to be able to do that. So I'm glad she was able to. I don't. Do you think she's calling his house? You have a lot
1: more numbers memorized than anyone I know. That's true. At Amanda.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I don't know if it's true. I have quite a few numbers memorized.
0: I don't have anyone. Well, okay. So to be fair, like if I... If my mom like lived in the house that I grew up in and still had like a home phone, I would remember that. But like, no one has a home phone anymore. I think. Sound like you said a <laughs> home phone. Nobody's
1: got home phones my, anymore. I got two. Where's all the burner phone?
0: at?
1: <laughs> Did you say your nana?
0: My, I said mine. Na- oh, he's like my <laughs> nana has a home phone. She's got a burner. Yeah, a whole phone. Grandpa uh. passed away a few years ago, so you you never know. <laughs> Tricks. Wait, what? Like wait, no. <laughs> like I might be able to pull my mom's number out without checking my phone. But that's the only one. I don't know my husband's number. I don't know my daughter's wow. number. I'm terrible. That's crazy. Like if I saw it on a caller ID, I would recognize it but I wouldn't be able to tell you from memory
2: okay
1: I have um, my husband's my dad's phone number I know the first part of I think I know yours Kristen oh oh sweet (laughs) and I think I know the first I know the first part of yours yours is 805 right
0: Uh uh-huh well I have had the same phone number for (sighs) okay Clary
2: reaches Simon, because she has his phone number memorized and she tells him that she needs to ask a favor <laughs> you're kidding he says <laughs> nope. she explains yeah <laughs> guess what <laughs> she explains that they figured out where their mortal cup is and they just need a car to go get it he makes a joke asking if the da- demon slayers need to be driven by his mom <laughs> yeah they do <laughs> Cleary convinces him to borrow Eric's van reminding him that if they have the mortal cup she would have a chance at getting her mom back Simon starts comparing the situation to a, d- to a D&D no to d and I don't understand what it is a DD and d game yes. d and I don't know and Clary yells at him to knock it off uh, and that this isn't a game it's not a game certain- Simon yeah <laughs> Well, she's not wrong, but I mean, it. when do you stop being mean to him when you're asking him for God, a God, stop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's conver- uh, confirmed. She is concerned. Valentine could be torturing her mom and uh, she'd do anything to save her, reminding him that she did it for him.
0: Ooh. <laughs> okay, no Robin. Again, what is up with all the emotional manipulation? What the fuck, dude? <laughs> this chapter has just exploded very quickly with that. <laughs> right.
2: Uh, awesome Simon agrees to pick them up but he's not happy about it and before Clary can thank him Simon hangs up the phone and I definitely would have too she's like thank Uh, click gone (laughs) bye Felicia deuces I'm out
1: I was gonna say Uh, would you have gone but I know the answer is yes
2: yeah I mean it's her mom I think if it was something else I probably would have been like sorry no figure it out take a cab
0: I wouldn't be able to handle the years of guilt that would (laughs) succumb me (laughs) Yeah, if I didn't. So, yeah, of course I would. Yeah. (laughs) After breakfast, Clary and Hodge
2: are in the library while the others are getting ready to potentially go into battle. I don't know what exactly they're expecting, but I guess it's always good to be prepared. (laughs) Hodge tells Clary that he was thinking of Simon, Alec, and Jace. Okay, and he says, where there is feeling that is not requited, is that correct? Requited. 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 Unrequited. Yeah. There is an imbalance of power. Okay. It is an imbalance that is easy to exploit, but it is not a wise course. Where there is love, there is often also hate. They can exist side by side.
1: Thank you. And she clarifies.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He's just he's an odd duck he's a weird dude it's weird to remember that he is the same age as their parents he just seems so
0: old Mm -hmm. brooding yep yep and to be fair hodge is not just talking about clary and Simon. he's talking about alec and jace too
2: oh yeah that's what i thought right Right. Mm -hmm. okay i didn't i didn't get that yeah you're right okay you just Hodge that's told
1: Clary he was thinking Simon he Alex did and Jace. that's what I was yeah. gonna say Alec and yeah. Jace
2: yeah that's funny
1: <laughs> do you think he's well, saying mostly, like um do you think he he knows
0: or just like the oh. friendship love oh no I, I mean I mean I think he knows I think it's obvious to everyone well if Clary picked up on it right and she was only there a few days and Hodge is their teacher he's seen them grow up and he's seen them every day, day in and day out. He's going to notice. I feel like, do you
1: think it was one of those things like where, um, like the Simon Clary thing, where like one day it just
2: changed for him? I think it just slowly
0: crept up on him. Like, I I think he loves Jace, obviously, as his parapetite. But just because he's attracted to him does not mean he's in love with him. I don't think Alec knows what love is yet. <laughs> Um, no 16-year-old really does. Well, Alex eighteen, but Okay, okay. I I got married at 19, and I can tell you I sure didn't. <laughs> Ding! Mistakes were made. PSA from Kristen. <laughs> mistakes That's were made. That's what it says when you
1: accidentally, like, um, when you're playing Call of Duty and, like, you accidentally, like, murder yourself or fall off a cliff. It's like, mistakes were made.
0: I like
2: that. Good. I like it, too. Um, All right. Well, Clary. Nope. She clarifies. Clary clarifies. (laughs) Clearly, Clary clarifies. Yes. Good job. Uh, She says that Simon doesn't hate her. And Hodge tells her that over time he may grow to hate her if he feels used. Yeah. He explains that Luke was her mother, Simon, which now makes sense. He was in love with her. But she never saw it. Only ever thought of him as a friend. Luke couldn't watch her with Valentine once they were married, so he left the circle, and they all thought he was dead. Sorry, you were trying to say something. Hotch needs the van too, so like, stop.
0: Yeah, I guess he's just trying to be dadly. Well, I mean, Simon's already on the way up, so he's just. Counseling her like it's already a done deal, but he's counseling her like going forward, like be careful, tread lightly, because if you exploit it too much, it's not gonna be good for your life, you know, for your relationship going forward. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, and he also takes the time to point out about Luke and her mom mm-hmm. that they were in the same situation, um, and she's surprised that Luke had felt that way. She'd never gotten that feeling from him, and that what? also is surprising to me. That is weird. Is she blind?
0: Right. And I think we've talked about this a couple of times, but it's just, it boggles my mind. Like, how could it not be glaringly obvious to everybody in the room?
1: Yeah. I want to know. Obviously, they probably haven't had time. But if I were Clary, I would want Hodge to sit down and just kind of like, word vomit. Tell me everything you know. Instead of like yeah, break down yeah. my history to you know oh by the way oh by the mm-hmm. way mm, by here's the a way. picture and like but don't show anybody the picture here's this but don't blah 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 yeah right I would just want to have a come to Jesus meeting uh huh <laughs>
0: <laughs> like give so me I all guess, the deets. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: well Clary wonders why Luke would act like he didn't care about her mother to Pangborn and the other dude really Clary and Hodge yeah I I, yeah Hodge suggests that his hatred is finally coming to the surface at first Clary adamantly disagrees but then starts to remember the way he had turned her away when she had called and uh, the look on his face when he was um, when the men asked about her and I just I don't know it's weird to, I don't know
1: (laughs) I feel like there's always okay in my brain anyway The
2: person, Mm -hmm. you know,
1: on your shoulder that's, like, that would be saying these things to you because they're not nice things to say. And you can kind of, like, it's this repertoire. But there's always this little thing in the back that's, like, don't be dumb. You know Luke cares about you. He's probably trying to protect you. There has to be a different thing going on. You know, it's weird to harbor these feelings for 15 years, however many years and have them never come out like he's not mm-hmm. gonna be biding his time until this happens like tell right. this person just stf you
2: you yep. know mm-hmm. awesome uh so she goes she's over it <laughs> She ghosts. She goes to her room to get a hoodie and takes a moment to look at the photo of her mother and Valentine again.
0: Okay, I love this. I love that she's like, I gotta go get my hoodie. Like, yeah. If if there are certain things about Clary that are not relatable because it's very tropey, this is not one of them. This is very relatable. Like Everybody need needs a hoodie. hoodie. Because I don't. <laughs> she doesn't have a glamorous, like, leather trench coat. Like Yeah
2: and it's hot like keanu right Reeves. like she probably doesn't yeah. it's
1: a glamorous <laughs> leather trench coat like keanu neo i was thinking you are i it something that izzy would wear leather jacket maybe but not a trench coat i don't think maybe oh come maybe on maybe with hi, like with high, high boots i wouldn't think yeah. leather i would think like a really nice like wool trench
0: coat yeah, but depending like, on the time okay, of day. wool is very classy. Like maybe, maybe Izzy in her twenties would wear wool, but Izzy at sixteen, she's wearing yeah, patent leather. That's fair.
2: Her bedroom has is black with like gold swirls.
0: She okay. sponge
2: painted it. She's not wearing a peacoat. <laughs> no. It's fair. No. <sighs> well, anyway, I, I like this also. I love looking at pictures of my mom when she was young. Mm-hmm. I think it's so much fun.
0: And Mina just had great 80s hair.
2: Oh, God, I bet she did. Oh, that's great. You'll have to show us some pictures. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Robin's dad had the most magnificent hair. Yes, he did. It's good. It had powers all its own. <laughs> it's like a liger. A liger. <laughs> yeah, it's a myth- mythical creature. Yeah. <laughs> the best
1: part about the mullet was that the front wasn't just short it was feathered yes <laughs> yeah
0: like yeah well and he had a
1: lot of it like it was it was dense it was feathered bang it was joe dirt what? it w- Mm-hmm. it's beautiful it's good times it's coming back awesome <laughs> by the way
2: the mullet's coming Ugh. back thank Ugh. you joe don't do it oh gosh <laughs> please no I don't even know if that was totally a mullet with the front part. I think it I don't was. Know. It was long in the back, short in the front. But it, I, it
1: wasn't. It was almost like it was a super
2: Supercut's mullet. But yeah. the size it, it was like a mohawk mullet. Like a bowl cut mullet. <laughs> all right. Clary goes back to the library once she has her hoodie and everyone is ready, all geared up and covered in fresh runes. So when I read this, I was thinking, like, fresh isn't cool.
0: <laughs> fresh. So fresh and so clean. Some yeah. fresh runes.
2: <laughs> yep. <laughs> Alex, uh, Alex, there I go. I'm copying Robin. Alex comes to Jace's rescue because he's attempting to draw a fresh, uh, finish a finish rune on his arm. And it sounds like he's struggling. So Jace told him it was a basic Arazi rune, which is explained as a healing rune. So you guys have told me a little bit about drawing runes and kind of giving me the picture of the process nope sorry Robin's name covered up you clicked so it covered up yeah Robin up why typing. are you fucking with the dog
1: because <laughs> well, she's there reading. wasn't a space and it was driving me bonks sorry
0: <laughs> you messed me up <laughs> she does it on purpose
2: I know you're welcome I've had a headache this whole time I should have taken Advil okay You guys have talked about drawing runes before, but this gave me a much better picture of the process. (laughs) This is from the book, obviously. Jace winced as the stele slid over his skin, (laughs) his eyes half closing and his fists tightened until the muscles on his left arm stood out like cords. To
1: me, this description sounds like he's like slamming some H. You know what I mean? Yeah, (laughs) yeah, it does. (laughs) And then his eyes rolled back.
2: It does. It does sound a little hardcore. He bit down on the leather belt. Yeah. (laughs) It's
1: a little little much. Well, it sounds very painful
2: for something that might not even be needed.
0: And how long do they last? It depends. So what he's putting on him is an arazi, And that, it's a healing rune. It just makes you heal faster. But it, it doesn't, like, it's a powerful rune, but, like, if your leg's chopped off, it's not going to regrow your leg, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, in comparison to the injury, right? Like, if you're hurt too bad, it'll make it better, but, like, it's not going to completely cure you, right? It just makes you heal faster.
1: And we talked about this okay. last time where it's, like, it's he's starting the rune, but
2: Jace or whoever will finish it when it's needed. Right. To me, it almost sounds like they get hurt, and they're, like, activate. No? Don't no, watch that's the not how goes. TV show. I mean, Don't watch the movie. Oh, I will when we're done. Oh, because I have to know. We're we're having a party. And yeah, we're gonna watch it. Oh, that's exciting. Well, eventually Simon arrives in Eric's icky van, and the seats have protruding springs. And uh, Jace puts the weapons weapons in the trunk like they're groceries. <laughs> and to me, this is funny just because. Robin and I work in the mattress industry, and every now and then, not very often anymore on newer mattresses, but you have a protruding wire through the side or something a quail pops or something every now and then and this just every time I was reading rereading it rewriting it I'm like protruding wire protruding like, I'm just picturing how dangerous they are and like what we go through if it does happen to someone and it's just that is I'm so mom right now clip like, it and put some
0: his, duct
1: tape on it come on exactly man.
0: <laughs> anyway you're gonna get tetanus. you're up to date on your tetanus shots it's time. yeah fine. <laughs>
2: So while Jace is putting the weapons in the trunk like they're groceries again, uh, Simon compliments Alex Beau and they talk about Simon going to archery camp, which is odd, but okay. Clary starts. Why is being that odd? I don't know. That's a weird thing to choose. You live in New York. Like, do you think that know.
1: the camp is specifically? Yeah, it, the camp is specifically for archery, or he did archery while he was at
2: camp. I think it says going to archery camp, but it's possible they could be learning other things. Like both specific. specific, Non Computer hacking, hacking skills. skills.
0: We have to kind of like put ourselves because we don't live in that area. But like these are these are New York kids, so these are city kids. So it's not uncommon to send your kid upstate to camp to the country over the summer for them to get that experience. Because otherwise, they've just only they've never seen green other than Central Park. Right, <laughs> the concrete jungle.
2: Right. Welcome
1: yeah. to the jungle
2: yeah good one (laughs) well I just mean archery it's very specific I don't know he wants to be a rogue and it sounds very hard
0: I mean it's not really don't talk to the
2: throwing knife lady
0: that's true I'm sure it is difficult
2: yeah lots (laughs) of practice (laughs) Uh, well Clary starts being super annoying Um, again almost like she doesn't know what to say so she starts interrogating simon about why guys say hey instead of hello which i just think is very (laughs) odd and the beatles just want to know know why you say goodbye and i say hello yeah (laughs) hello well that sums up my part so go for it robin moving on ruben
1: seems like clary and simon are patching things up albeit awkwardly Pretty sure that's how it would happen for me. Totally my M.O. Awkward. True. that E. They arrive at Clary's house. The trained shadow hunters go check for de- demonic activity using that um, sensor that we won't see again. And give the all clear <laughs> to Clary and Simon with a super dad quote of let's kick some demon butt. Alec <laughs> trades his favorite bow and arrow for a feather staff. <laughs> and I can't not think about Napoleon Dynamite As I just said Bow Staff Yep <laughs> Why? I don't remember Because he has um, lots of skills Girls only like guys that have yeah. skills What kind of skills?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh I
2: mm-hmm. don't know Bo Staff mm-hmm. Computer hacking Nunchuck skills Nunchuck
0: Gotcha I It's been so long since I've seen that movie Because oh, I think I know all yeah. the words yeah,
1: <laughs> and you need to go make yourself a quesadilla.
2: Okay, <laughs> dang
1: quesadilla. This is totally Jace's fault, by the way. Him leaving the bow. Oh yeah, because reminds well, me. Well, Jace basically called him a cat, like a f- coward. Stay home, oh. coward. and so mm-hmm, he's mm-hmm, always mm-hmm. kind of in the back as like the protector, the old elder brother. And he can shoot a bow from far mm-hmm. away. So I got gotcha. you. So now he's um, changing his long-range weapon for a melee weapon because he wants to get into the action
0: (laughs) i'm calling this one nerd
1: (laughs) amanda doesn't have the button so it's for like free range chickens
0: (laughs) what What? (laughs) What? (laughs) we're just picking out all these gobbly ones loser say what (laughs) (laughs) oh sorry. sorry
1: okay um leaving the bow strikes isabel with concern and obviously it would be too he's totally acting out of character No, nope, we get to hear again about how the site works like the site um simon's able to see the shadow hunters because he knows the truth of what he's looking at and he's told to wait in the car like a good boy um we get, you're just the ride right. <laughs> we get to see this nice he's the
0: getaway driver he's got to keep it keep it running yeah well and we get
1: to see a nice side of jace who tells them it's because they need an idling getaway car instead of you'll get us killed you dumb mundane
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but say correctly the way you wrote oh, it okay. i did write Mundy. <laughs> uh, shame Damn. shame on your entire family
1: uh, it's <laughs> because they are they're saying Mundy in this book yeah okay Monday. It
2: will continue in this podcast. I'd
1: like to hear Kristen's accent again.
0: For what? You'll get us killed, you dumb Monday. No. I don't think I can do it. I need practice. Mm. And this is, now's not the time.
1: Okay. <laughs> Nerd. Okay. They make, you don't know how to use I don't that. Know. They make their way inside and are hit with a wall of stench.
2: <laughs> Demons. Like when I go into Drew's room. Yes. Wait. (laughs) My son. Okay. (laughs) He's a
1: teenager. Jace Jace assures them that they're no longer there because they checked. But if (laughs) Madame Dorothea has been entertaining demons, she's going to have some explaining to do. (laughs) I think it's weird that demons have their own stench, by the way.
0: Uh Because I'm assuming
1: Forsaken don't smell like, suavitel, you know? Right. Like, it's just weird. They have their own odor.
2: Uh Uh-huh. I would agree with you. I would think Forsaken would be the ones that smell. Although, I guess Jake would smell, so never mind. I know.
1: I think they all would smell, but it's just weird that it's a... I would just always assume, like, rotting flesh. So just the ones that are rotting, not like... Rotting garbage. Okay.
0: Wasn't that how it was... Or That might be in my head. I I have no idea. But they're just obviously Um, distinct... Smells. What about the ones that are half?
2: Like warlocks. Mm. They have axes. They smell good.
0: Magnus can't smell.
1: That's what I'm wondering. Yeah, he, he's too he sexy. He has axe deodorant, like I said. I wonder okay, if demons covers it up. smell like sulfur. Sort of. You know what I mean? Oh, that would make like,
2: sense. Like
0: smell the eggs. Like hellfire. And go. Like
1: hellfire. Yeah. Oh. You've been watching Supernatural? I've never <laughs> seen that, actually.
0: Oh, I think you would really enjoy it.
1: I'm getting to the Gilmore Girls. And then I have to watch 90 Day Fiance. Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm. Dude, seriously? This is a really good season. The best ever.
1: Sorry. It's okay. They head to Madame Dorothea's door, only visible by the witch light, since the lights are out and the skylight is still gunked up. Damn that Luke. (laughs) Thank you. It's not his job. (laughs) It's not the landlord. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Madam Dorothea answers the door and pulls Clary into an embrace. Awkward. She's happy to see her and was worried something had happened when she jumped through the portal. And no note, no
0: car gone. You didn't call. You didn't write.
1: I was trying to Molly Weasley. Sorry. Mm. No note. Nerd. Car gone.
0: Yeah, father. See, if you would have said it like that,
1: then I would have got mm-hmm. it. Sorry, everyone is be. invited in. Madame Dorothea deduces that Jocelyn is still missing, and they discuss Valentine being the culprit. And that's it? No, sorry. Oh no.
0: Oh, okay. I was gonna say I thought there was more to this. Joke. I just, I um,
1: <laughs> I just put read from Chap J Swit. LOL. Um, <laughs> but it seemed very abrupt, so I just wanted to see. Okay, love gone wrong, the worst. Jace made a soft, almost inaudible noise at that. A chuckle. Dorothea's ears prickled like a cat's. "'What's so funny, boy?' "'What would you know about it?' he said. "'Love, I mean.' Dorothea folded her soft white hands in her lap. "'More than you might think,' she said. "'Didn't I read your tea leaves, Shadow Hunter? Have you fallen in love with the wrong person yet?' Jace said, "'Unfortunately, Lady of the Haven, my one true love remains myself.' <laughs> Dorothea roared at that. At least she said, "You don't have to worry about rejection, Jace Wayland." Not necessarily. I turn myself down occasionally just to keep it interesting.
0: So, so quick, so funny. It's one of the, one of the most iconic lines of the series. So funny. <laughs> Claire interrupts the ja ja jaing. and explains their mission. <laughs> Madame Dorothea. Okay, you have to explain that because our listeners have no idea what the fuck that means. They, they may.
1: may. Um. A- in Spanish, a J makes an H noise. So when you laugh on the internet, you ja-ja-ja instead of ha-ha-ha. Okay. Ha, ha. <laughs> Madam Dorothea is shocked at the news. She a- she's "She is shooketh. <laughs> as Kristen would say. As per usual. Mm-hmm. She asks Clary where she's going to find it. It must be well hidden. Jace is like, no, don't worry. We got it. <laughs> I mean, you got it. Lolz. <laughs> <laughs> Madame Dorothea gets pissed that they are saying that number one she has a cup and number two that um, he's insinuating that she's lying about knowing that she has the cup and Clary pops in explaining that the cup is there just that Madame Dorothea never knew it
0: she doesn't know that we know that she knows that we know mm-hmm. give me the cup
1: <laughs> Clary explains <laughs> Jocelyn's plan picks up the tarot cards. They're pulsing in her hands. The power of the runes, I'm assuming. She's able to feel where the Ace of Cups is by touch and pulls it out. Clary takes Jace's stelle. Say what
0: you're going to say. Why are you not waiting?
1: Why are you doing this here? The card would be so much easier to carry. Stop. Abort. Mission. Back the trolley up. Put on the brakes. Madam Dorothea, don't care, okay? She's gonna be offended regardless.
2: Take the cod and get to the van. Yeah, you'd think that they would want to be somewhere safe with it instead of carrying it in the van where it's risky. Shaggy but is they could lose for it for you. Anything.
1: Scooby, get to the mystery <laughs> machine.
2: Yeah, it's crazy. They're kids. I
1: can't believe Jace isn't like girl.
2: Listen. They're excited. This is the coolest thing that they've ever done.
0: Well, I mean, she's, as far as we know, the only one that can get it out. So it's safer in the card. But,
2: like, what, she wants to prove that she can do it? Well, what if she's wrong and then she takes the cards for no reason? Well, then she just
0: bring it back. Then she brings it back. She's like, JK true. Rowling! She where she lives.
2: Ja, ja, ja. Ja, ja,
0: ja, lols. <laughs>
1: Here's your card back. So long and thanks for all the fish.
2: Very good. (laughs) Jokes.
1: Kristen's so upset right now. Okay. (laughs) I can't. Don't ever give me license. Okay. Clary doesn't listen to us. And she starts tracing over the runes on the back of the card. The hand gripping the cup in the picture releases it. She reaches her hand into the card, grabs the cup, and pulls it out as the card dissolves into ash. Now you can't put it back, bitch. It's (sighs) gone. There's no going back. I suppose she could put it in a different card. Or in her sketch pad.
2: She doesn't know how. she'd have to draw it first.
1: Mm
2: -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, so she would draw it and then put it into... Like she did with the mug.
0: But she pulled the mug out, right? She didn't. She put the mug she had in, drawn it, and put it in.
2: Oh, okay, okay. I was thinking opposite. Do you think there
1: was like coffee what? in it or something? No. And is the coffee still? Pudding tea. Mm-hmm. What if there's like liquid in the Mortal Cup still? <laughs> I don't think so. It would
2: have evaporated by now. It's like <laughs> apple juice. <It's>
1: apple juice. <laughs> Whoever had it before, they just need a little sippy.
2: Yeah,
0: right. they needed a sprite.
2: Their tummy was upset. Dude,
1: you have to have a sprite or seven up when you <laughs> don't feel good.
0: Jocelyn didn't have any uh any flatware or uh dishes when she ran away, so she used it to like give Clary juice.
1: Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> Somebody draw that. <sighs>
0: What, a baby with the mortal cup?
1: Jocelyn feeding Clary with the mortal cup, a sippy cup. <laughs> I,
0: I feel like when we later find out what the mortal cup is used for, that might have bad implications. <laughs> do you want to say anything else? Yeah. Oh, we can thank everyone for listening. We've been getting some new countries on the board. So that's been interesting. What do we have this week? Um, country We had some Argentina. Lots of Port- Portugal and Spain. Let me go over I here. I was gonna say look. New
1: York, but that's not uh, a country.
0: <laughs> we Very got quite good. a few UK listeners. Someone in Columbia, Indonesia, Colombia, Indonesia, India. Who else is new? Slovakia, uh, Slovakia. Neat. Thanks, guys. You're so sweet. Not you two, our listeners. Right. <laughs> we just wanted to throw that out and uh thank our new listeners and check out our instagram for those uh those pictures that robin's gonna post later this week oh are god embarrassing
2: no makeup faces oh that's
0: already posted girl i'm talking about oh, the throwback
2: no, thursday yeah. oh yeah It'll be on thursday. okay <laughs> those will be fun for it you just one though we i need love to, that. Just
0: want- we need to superimpose an amanda pic on there
2: I was so early 2000s. I was nothing like you guys. <laughs> we
0: were you next guys are level. awesome. Wait, we You're
2: going to put the one with makeup on there, right? I was there, start right? with the
1: sixth grade one. I like the sixth. Okay. Yeah, do the sixth okay. grade okay. one first.
2: And it's just okay, then I looked exactly like you guys. One then. picture
1: for this one, and then you know we'll go mm-hmm. more. But this it's going to be good.
2: We got to extend the content. You're going to love it. <laughs> Well, don't forget to go back and take our poll from last week, too, about the cheese sandwiches. Yes. Oh, yeah. We got to know what people think. We'll
1: post that on um, later this week.
2: On On later this week. I'm excited for people to point out that Kristen's wrong.
0: Yeah. No. Well, we'll have.
2: Yeah. You're wrong. Make
1: sure that you read chapter 19, Abaddon, 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 for the next Mm -hmm. episode. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Very good. <laughs> For behind the scenes content and the latest updates, check us out on Instagram at Downworlder Dish Podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.